everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sundays with Sprinkles. I am Brett Sprinkle, your host. Joined by me, joined with me is my little brother mm-hmm. Tyler Sprinkle. Tyler, hello. How are you doing? Good. Um, new intro song. That's pretty sick. Yeah, that's kind of nice, right? And also, yeah, I do want to bring in our producer Brandon. Brandon is with us as well. Brandon, nice new song. I'm loving it. Yeah, uh, it was. It was. Uh, you know. I, uh, a pivot because YouTube kept yelling at me because they kept uh, copywriting our videos, um, even though I bought the license to that song. And whenever I would put it in the license code, uh, I would take it, but it just didn't remember the 12 times that I, I disputed the copyright claim. So, But hopefully this will work. It's not the first time Google's tried to keep me down. So honestly, I applaud them for their attempted efforts just to try to keep me as low as possible. Can't, have, can't work, though. Won't work. Nope. Well, boys, we have Wild Card Weekends fast approaching us. We also wrapped up Week 18, the NFL regular season. Saw some coaches go. Tyler, any surprising firings or uh, mutual parting of ways uh, on your radar? Uh, we were talking about it before, but um, like they said that this is going to be Mike Vrabel's last year. Uh, I'm surprised that they fired him instead of trying to potentially trade him. Um I know this is college, but Nick Saban, the GOAT, just stepped away, which is crazy. Yeah, big news of the day. Uh, Alabama head coach uh, Nick Saban has decided to retire from his head coaching post at Alabama. Um, How many national titles? Is that six national titles at Alabama? Seven national titles at Alabama. Hall of Famer, historic head coach. I did not see that coming at all. I thought he was going to coach at least. I mean, I guess he had to finish eventually. I just didn't really see it coming this soon. so, So soon. Yeah, um, as Brandon and I were talking about, he looked at Nebraska and um, just decided that it's not worth trying to go up against the powerhouse team. So, um, but I'm really excited. Michigan killed Michigan killed Nick Saban. This is the Big Ten. The Big Ten killed Nick Saban. Death by Big Ten. There you go. That's right. Um, I'm really excited to see what happens in the transfer portal with all the players, um, you know, potentially leaving. Since that's a really good point. That's a really good point. That's something I didn't even think about. Because, yeah, there's going to be a lot of five-star athletes, like, you know, either jumping ship or, I mean, unless they have a, unless he like, told his new recruit. Yeah, that's interesting. I never really thought about it that way. That'd be, yeah. That's... yeah. And oh, and they might wait until, you know, the new head coach is, is hired um, before they make any decision like that. But it's going to be interesting. Yeah. It, honestly, yeah, it was super shocking. Um, how many, I think we have, Hold on. I just want to look, make sure, double check. We have seven head coaching vacancies here in the NFL. Um, just to list them off, we have the Seattle Seahawks. We just found out today that um, the Seahawks and Pete Carroll decided to go their separate ways. It looks like he might reta- uh, remain with the team. The Commanders are obviously looking for a head coach. The Chargers, the Atlanta Falcons, which I, I'm a little bummed to see Arthur Smith get fired. You lose 48-13 to a rival, especially in a game where you, if you win, you have a shot at the playoffs and winning the division. They had so many opportunities to win the division. I, I mean, I guess you got to go a different direction. I understand. Um, the Las Vegas Raiders have an opening. The Tennessee Titans, as we learned with Mike Vrabel getting let go yesterday. And uh, the Carolina Panthers, all looking for head coaches this offseason. Tyler, in your mind, looking at everything we know now, looking at everything that might happen soon, who is the most coveted job in your position what or in your opinion mm. i'm kind of leaning toward the seahawks um hold on can we pause is that your fire detector is that your smoke alarm someone might be brandon's you can't even hear me i'm not even in the 
in the shot. Oh, that might be you, Ty, because it's definitely not me. What the hell was that? You're gonna piss me off a lot. <laughs> You're good. Okay. We yeah, there's a, a smoke alarm in my um stairs hallway that I forgot okay. was there. All right, Brandon, I'm gonna give a cat down so you know where to cut it. All right, ready? Three, two, one. Okay, everybody, we're back. Sorry about the delay. Sorry about the cut. We just had to figure out what that beeping was in, Tyler, in the background. We figured out it was in Tyler's house. Tyler, you figured it out? Are you, you feel good? You feel accomplished? Yeah. Yeah, my dogs are scared, but uh, they'll be okay. I mean, I've seen that look in their eyes. They're always scared, especially Phoebe. just always just pissing down her leg, looks like. Well, I don't know if you heard it, but Willa knocked down the door. <laughs> Did she really? Basically fell down the stairs because she hates that noise so much. <laughs> And then, uh, that's yeah, that's, that's great. Uh, so where we left off before, uh, Willa beat down your door, uh, I was just asking you what the, in your opinion, what's the best head coaching uh, vacancy? Like, what team is the best team to go to for an aspiring head coach right now? Yeah. Um, well, it's going to be the Eagles. <laughs> you um, think they're going to get rid of Sirianni? I mean, I would. That guy's an idiot. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think the Seahawks. Um, because they have a lot of pieces that are really young already. They're just kind of looking for the quarterback that can take them to the next level and maybe some offensive line help. Um, yeah, I plus think Seattle's awesome. They have a great stadium, great fan base. Yeah, I think it's I think it's them. Okay, I personally think it is. Um, when during the break, Brandon and I were talking, he mentioned the Commanders, and I don't know if I'm a head coach. I really. The commanders don't have a nice stadium, so if I'm a head coach, I want to go to a team with a nice stadium. I know they're going to build one, but that takes years. Yeah. And uh, speaking realistically, like, I mean, they just have, yeah, they're under new ownership now, but I mean, we're seeing it with the Mets. Baseball's a little bit different because there's so much rebuilding you have to do within an organization like that. But it takes a little bit of time to root out, like, all of the bad eggs and, you know, all the losing culture that was there in the building to before. You know, it's going to take a couple of years. So I don't know if I want to be the first head coach in on that, maybe the second or third. Uh, my, I think, and this is where I think Jim Harbaugh is going to go. I think the best coaching job right now is Los Angeles, the Chargers. Justin Herbert, brand new stadium. They don't really have a fan foothold in L.A. right now, but it all, all it takes is some winning, baby. You do you win one division, I think you'll have L.A. Um, I disagree with that for a couple of reasons. One, they're in, they're in cap hell, right? And their cap is real bad. Um, I, I just I don't know. It's not going to be a fast fix. And I guess it's better to be on a team like the Chargers that might take a little while because nobody's going to really be breathing down your neck about winning right away. The only really good thing I see about that team is Justin Herbert. That's it. Um, the rest of the team is aging. Uh, yeah, they don't have any money to spend. Uh, they're going to be in debt forever. I don't I don't see. Uh, the way... I don't think their team being aged is going to be is like a big issue, especially because I'm just going off of like, I, I think Jim Harbaugh is going to go here thought process. So it's kind of similar to kind of what he did to Michigan. And, you know, we've heard pundits. I even heard Big Cat say this. I'm part of my take is, you know, they, the way they the style of the game they play, the, you know, they play the game to just beat you up, beat the shit out of you, just keep beating you up. Veteran players aren't really going to go for that in the NFL, especially, you know, right away. 
I know Jim Harbaugh has established success in the NFL, but I think it'll be good to kind of just shed all those veterans. Yeah, you'll be in cap hell. I mean, they're already going to be in cap hell. So just get rid of all those veterans, just start rebuilding the team with a bunch of young guys. And that's where he kind of excels already. He loves just rebuilding teams with young guys and still that, you know, winning mentality. Get all like, I mean, like we talked about, you know, get the losers out of the building and just, you know, reestablish a winning culture. And you can do that with a quick, you know, with a roster turnaround like that, where you're just getting rid of all your old contracts, all your old guys and just building from the ground up like that. It depends on if Dean Spanos wants to wants to take that long. To me, what I'm describing is like a five to six year rebuild. But I mean, the NFL, who knows? Well, another thing that I don't think you're thinking about is um, the fact that you actually have to hit on these players that you're drafting. Yeah, true. Yeah. And they're fucking I mean, they did get Justin Herbert. But they uh, the Chargers look for a new GM, too, right? Probably. I don't. Well, I don't know yeah, I if don't I didn't see that they fired him yeah. or not. Oh, I, yeah, I think they fired him at the same time they did Staley. Telesco, right? Was that Telesco? Was he there? Sounds about right. Sure. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's what I think. I uh, Maybe it's just I have L.A. bias. <laughs> Living in L.A. sounds kind of cool. Yeah. Well, at least, at least a multimillionaire living in L.A. sounds kind of cool. There you go. There you yeah. go. Um, um, other than that... Um, the Titans, I don't think, would be very fun. Um, I mean, you got a, a decent fan base. That's going to be a complete good, rebuild, but... though. It's gonna, I mean, they are getting a new stadium, but I mean, that's going to be complete because you're getting rid of Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill's over the hill, so you have to start over. You know, either Will Levis or start over. Um, that defense is aging. Like, you want to talk about a team getting old. Like, Rabel honestly got lucky because that team, I, they weren't going to be a very good team for the next few years with that turnaround. Yeah. Um, I see where Brandon's saying the commanders um, because they are a fairly young team. But at to what extent are you wanting to weed out the old guard? Um, that would be something that I would think about. Yeah. You know what's funny to me? Seahawks mm-hmm. for you. You know what's funny to me is last offseason when BNME got hired as the offensive coordinator. We knew the season was going to go something like this for the commanders. And everybody's saying, oh, coach and waiting, coach and waiting. And then now people are saying, now that Ron Rivera's out, I was like, oh, yeah, he got that stink on him. I, was like, I thought this was the plan the entire fucking time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know the sale happened after the enemy was hired. But, like, wasn't that just the plan moving forward? That doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, uh, it's weird that people have already gotten cold on the enemy, which when he put Sam Howell in a position to be one of the best, one of the you know stat, top stat leading quarterbacks in the league. Um, it was just bizarre to me. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me um, why you would go get him and not land on him being your future head coach. But here we are. Yeah. Just going to deal with it, I guess. Get Mac Brown there. That team looks like they're Mac Brown away from being a, a Super Bowl champion. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, I, d- I actually heard a couple stories about Steve Spurrier today. Um, I think I probably heard it on something on YouTube. I don't know. I can't remember where I heard it from. I apologize. But I did, apparently he had a just a, uh, a driving range next to the practice field at South Carolina so he could work on his chips and everything <laughs> during practice. That's baller yeah. shit. That's so yeah. fucking yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a dream for me. Then get fired and have all that buyout money. Oh, dude, so much buyout money. Yeah, really missed my really missed our calling not becoming uh, college football head coaches. It's been there's so still time. time. There's still true. time, but you gotta be really, you gotta be ready to grind, dude. That's 18 hour days, seven days a week for four months out of the year, maybe even six. I'm already kind of 
working on that. So yeah, grind set mindset. Hell yeah, let's go. I love that. Just want to point out real quick: the Omaha Brian Bears are looking for a new head football coach. So that's Uh a a good place to start. I thought it was an assistant. No, nope. You know my. Well, they posted on Twitter about it, and then I did see that. I thought it was an assistant. Yeah, so I don't know. Just just thought. That's a potential there. Might have to throw my hat in the ring there. There Turn that program around. uh, We'll just send in a playbook, see what they think. There you go. What playbook? Playbook. Michigan. Mm, Uh, No, Shanahan. Yeah, but Shanahan playbook. You know the. (laughs) You say Shanahan on it. (laughs) Yeah, on NCAA fourteen, the Michigan playbook is the way to go. So I think I'll just run those plays. The 2014 Michigan playbook. I like that. Yeah. I'm saying 2024 Iowa playbook because I feel like that'd be more Brian. It plays more to Brian's style anyway. No. See, that's the thing. Gain three yards on three plays and then punt it. That's what you do. See, you just run PA power O over and over and over again. It's unstoppable. Tight end's always open. Once it gets stopped, you flip it and then you run it again. Exactly. Easy breezy. Now we're talking. I, uh, I lost my train of thought. What were we just talking about? Being a head coach in college. Oh, yeah. It would be kind of cool. But I still th- – oh, actually, one coach who didn't get let go, which everyone was saying was going to get let go, was Bill Belichick. Not yet. What do you think is going to happen there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not yet. you think it's going to happen? Yeah, I think they're going to actually work on a trade for him instead of – I think so, too. Him. And it helped. It makes it a lot easier for them because Sean Payton set the market last year when the Broncos traded for him from the Saints. So mm-hmm. there's at least a groundwork, you know, laid, you know, foundation laid for that trade to happen. And I think it makes it easier for teams like you know, who would really want him. Maybe the Falcons. I mean, I saw Falcons commanders. Obviously, maybe everybody wants him, but it'd be interesting to see. Because what did we give up? A first and a second. Twenty twenty three first. Twenty twenty four second. Yeah, thirty first pick, and then. 12th pick in the second round this year. Okay. Because I, I mean, I would think that Bill Belichick would get more than that. I mean, I think, the I don't know. I don't think you would just because of his age, like Sean Payton, you can convince yourself that he'll be there for 10 years. Bill Belichick. I don't think you can convince yourself the same. That's a good point. I guess I'm only saying that because I'm thinking of status is, you know, Bill, Bill, Bill Belichick's, you know, been, widely i mean it's arguable i guess but i mean he's widely known as probably one of the best head coaches in nfl history yeah but i what you're saying about the age makes sense it's hard to give it that much draft capital when you know i mean even what he builds he won't be there to see probably won't be there to see it come to fruition it's weird yeah and i think his status would lead to him getting traded for about the same that sean payton did um just because of his age um, but if he was old and they were trying to trade him It'd be a lot less, I think. But. A year, so I know we are giving up our twenty. We do get our. We finally get to have a first round pick. So we have the twelfth pick. The Broncos do. Um, a year later, though, after having to give up our second round this year, first round last year to the Saints, do you feel like the Broncos made the right move in trading for Sean Payton? Yeah, and in, in acquiring Sean Payton's talents. I do. Yeah, I do. A lot of people are really pissed off at him right now. Um, he just wants to win. Russell Wilson is not the guy that he needed to win, so he let him know. I mean, what's wrong with that? Yeah, there's something wrong with that. And also, I think there's a lot of – I'm glad you mentioned that because there's been something I've been wanting to say. I think there's a lot of smoke and mirrors when it comes to this. I think there's a lot of just 
what I really think happened was after the KC game, George Patton, George Payton went to Russell Wilson and said, Hey, you know, if you, you know, get rid of your injury clause, uh, you know, it'll help us out. It'll, it'll help us stay a lot more flexible in the future and help us out with, you know, cap issues, you know, whatever, yada, yada, yada. And then when he said no, the first couple of times, you know, George Payton probably said, and it was never, he probably just said, okay, but like, you know, we're going to have to think about your health eventually at the end of the season. We might have to bench you because of this. I think that's how it went down. And I don't think it was ever expressly said, hey, if you don't change your contract, you're going to get benched. But then, you know, once Russell did get benched, just can't put it out there that, you know, they did say that, you know, to spark outrage. And and I'm not saying Russ didn't. I mean, Russ has every right to, you know, defend himself because you know, he's being dragged through the mud anytime he gets, you know, benched like that. Um, so I think I think it's just a lot of smoke and mirrors. I don't think it went down exactly. I, I don't think it was, hey, if you don't change your contract, you, you're going to get benched. I think it was, well, if you don't change your contract, we, we have to think about steps for the future at that point. And I don't I, think it's as. Yeah. I think the conversation went a little more like if you don't help us out now, it drastically impacts our future plans with or without you. I think that's more how the conversation went. That's um, fair. Because both make sense, right? Like if he's hurt, then we have to give him 35 million fucking dollars. Um, and you can't go with anybody else. No, exactly. So it, it makes sense on both, you know, like, everybody's been saying he had every right to say no. And the Broncos had every right to at least bring it up. And Mm -hmm. here we are. I mean, yeah, it didn't affect anybody. It, it it didn't matter at the end of the day. So here we are. No. Yeah. I mean, and he got benched because I mean, what are we playing for? So you might as well keep that guy healthy. So you don't owe him $38 million in, you know, two months or three months whenever he does get physical, you know, he um, also looked like absolute dog shit against the Patriots. So yeah, that was not a fun game to watch. Definitely wasn't he, uh, unwarranted by any means. If he plays well in that game, the Broncos might be in the playoffs now. I'm, I could say that because we'll never know. Yeah, exactly. Um, did you do anything fun over the weekend? Um, I went to dinner at Sophia's friend's house. Um, working. Um, and watched some ball. That's pretty much it. That's nice. I kind of I had the weekend off. It's been really slow at the restaurant, so I kind of just hung around the house, watched football. Oh, too, it was magnificent. It was glorious. Nice. Yeah. Just didn't really do much, and also you know obviously dry January, so there's no reason to go out and have a beer anywhere. So I just hang it out, just cleaning the house. Sounds I will like tell you, fun time that you introduced me to this a couple years ago, and it's finally just kind of happening to me now. I've been watching a lot of Mr. Ballin. And when I say I've been watching a lot dude. of Mr. Ballin, I mean, I've been watching a lot of Mr. Ballin on YouTube, dude. I go months without listening to him just so I could binge it for a whole month. <laughs> that's kind of like, that's what I feel like I did. I feel like I've been bit, like, I just didn't do anything with it for two years. And now I'm just catching up for two years, just binging it. Dude, it is kind of, it's a fun thing to fall asleep to because, and I will say, I understand he's telling a story, but like the, I've, I've gotten it beaten out of me in journey, you know, by studying to be a journalist. I hate how he just takes so long to get to the point of things. Yeah. And I get it. He's telling a story. He's laying the scene. And I totally understand. But that's just one thing that just bugs me over and over again. Yeah. He's like the human equivalent of a book. You know? Yeah. No, yeah, I get tell it. You what it is. He's got a back in 1892. This person fell down a well. Well, now in 2024, that person that fell down a well had seven kids. One of them turned out to be a serial killer. So. <laughs> That's good. That's pretty good. Yeah, that was awesome. I like that. That was fucking phenomenal. 
I'm interested now. I'm in. I do um, remember when I first um, it, like introduced you to that side of YouTube. Uh, we were. <laughs> I don't even. Oh, it, was, it started with chills because that shit was funny. Oh yeah, chills is hilarious. Kushcomb would be my bedtime. Yeah, and then, then I just started showing you all these creepy ass videos. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm here for it. I like I like listening to the creepy stuff, especially before I go to bed. But he, it's like Miss Mr. Balling and black screen. That's how it always goes. He um he puts me out. Boom. A minute Ballin? and a half into his video, I'm done. Yeah. I'm he does have like a he does have one of those voices that isn't is you know, it's just not it's like just as comforting. You know, it's he doesn't really change octaves that much, it's just smooth and steady, is kind of what you want to put yeah. some sleep to. So that's a good point. And I also but, think uh, that I just trained my mind. Once I hear his voice, I know it's you time to have love dogs yourself. Yeah, Every time exactly. you hear that bell. <laughs> yeah, I'm passed out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Start playing it right now. Tyler just falls asleep instantly. <laughs> oh, that'd be so funny. Yeah, he literally is, though. He's he's the human equivalent of, oh, shit, I don't have enough words in my book report. I need to add a couple more here and there. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what he does. So and Use the margins, but, make yeah. periods, <laughs> double space, whatever. <laughs> Now, what the police saw when they walked into that scene, it could be described as something that was horrible. But we have to go back four days earlier to really mm-hmm. understand what happened inside that room. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, he's phenomenal. If you haven't checked him out yet, check out Mr. Ball on YouTube. He's he just tells creepy, scary stories, and uh, and there are most of them are true. Pretty cool. And the boys get in the bag too. Oh, is he? I mean, yeah, he's got the podcast now. He, I mean, he gets like I saw. Two to five million views on almost every video. He peaks at ten to twelve. Like it's crazy. It's crazy. That's where we're gonna be at. Yeah. Can I talk to you about something though? Since you know we're talking about Mr. Ballin, how do you feel about the whole uh, what he does with the like button? I, you know what I'm talking about. Have you seen him? Yeah, I know you're talking about. Usually, I just skip it. It's like take the yeah, take the like button and move into the studio above him, and then start a tap dancing class right all over that like button. It's like fuck yeah. you, dude. I almost wanted to turn it off each and every time I hear that, but I don't because I like listen to the stories. Yeah, I just skip past it. <sighs> I'm not smart enough. I just gotta listen to everything. Yeah, make the like button a ham sandwich, but instead of ham, you put 17 razor blades. <laughs> yeah. Uh. It's yeah, different great. though. It's something. It's something different. So I I can respect that part of it. Yeah, yeah. He's not just saying, "Hey, uh, YouTube, hey everybody, how you doing?" Uh, make sure you subscribe, hit that mm-hmm. like button, and make sure you hit subscribe and resubscribe, and then you know, kind of like what we do. Yeah, well, you do. I don't do that. Oh, well, okay. I Somebody don't sell my do. soul for it. Yeah. Hey, bro, I'm just trying to get clicks, mm-hmm. and it's good practice for an outro. You know what I mean? Because we have to do outros yes. on broadcasts, and I'm not used to that. Um, I will say that I beat Alan Wake too. Big moment mm-hmm. for me. That's one of the one of the things I did this weekend. That's a pretty good game. It's when did you beat it again? You did like when it first came out? Yeah, like a week after it came out. Because I had COVID, so I just played it nonstop. Yeah, it actually took a lot longer than I thought it was gonna take. Like once I got to chap like chapter eight in each um respective story, I thought it was gonna be over pretty quickly. No, it was like another three or four hours long. It's what you love. Yeah, really good. I understand the need for like the new game plus playthrough. Um, just because it changes the story aspects now and like, you know, they add some things and, you know, it changes some of the narratives, but just like tiny, some tiny things, some big things. I think that's kind of cool. So I think whenever um, I forget about it, I think I will go back and replay it. And yeah. Try to complete Good the game because there's a new ending too. So I'm interested to oh. see that. I did not yeah, know all of that. Yeah. You should go check it out if you ever feel a hankering for it. Yeah. 
but we have wildcard weekend on the docket for us this week. Do you want to just run down the games, talk about them, and make our picks at the end? Or do you uh, want to make our picks while we in talk the moment? About the yeah. Okay. All right. Well, first game starting this weekend, wild card, super wild card round. We have on Saturday, January thirteenth, the five seed Browns taking on the four seed Texans. The early afternoon Saturday game. The Texans cannot be beat. This is where the time slot they are always in. Uh, I'm excited to see this game just because Flacco took the Texans to task last time. Now, C.J. Stroud wasn't playing. And, I mean, those Texans aren't these Texans, I, I would say. That's right. C.J. Stroud adds like a game? lot. C.J. Stroud adds a lot to that team, uh, just in the big playability. He's you so fucking just, good, dude. Yeah, you just can't just play on the line like you would with Case Keenum. So... You spread out the defense, opens up some more avenues of playmaking. And um, I would like to think that Joe Flacco's run comes to an end, but he's playing lights out. Maybe the – like, you know when you're you're up moving around a lot and you you know your legs are tired, but you're like, if I sit down, I'm not getting back up. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that happened to Joe Flacco. I was actually thinking about that too. It's like, I don't know if I want to, want to sit him. I don't want him to keep moving because he's old. Those muscles are going to – you know, he's going to get a little tight. That's right. No, that's a really good point. I kind of agree with you, but I think the Browns' defense is just too fucking good. And rookie quarterback in the playoffs, it's from every single count I've ever heard. Like once you get to the playoffs, it's literally a different animal from the prep, the weekend, the game day stuff. It's just all different. It's all just so much more intensified. That could be a lot for a rookie. I'm not saying he can't handle it. He's been able to handle every big moment. But CJ Stroud taking on Miles Garrett, who hates quarterbacks that should be noted uh he does not like quarterbacks very much at all hasn't sacked cj stroud yet i think he's going to be looking to add him to the tombstone this weekend and i kind of like the browns to move on here unfortunately i like i love the texans i would love to see them win but i think the browns defense is going to carry them personally i think laramie tunsil is going to be studying up on garrett bull's game tape and shut miles Garrett down and the the texans win by 10 points that's crazy, but also a very good point. A Browns fan tried to chirp me for, you know, hey, how's how are the Broncos doing? Are they, are they eliminated from the playoffs yet? It's like, dude, your guy's going to win Defensive Player of the Year, but he has to omit that Broncos game because Garrett Bowles just literally made him run scared and cry at high. Exactly. He faked he an hurt. injury just to get out, yep. yeah. But he was miraculously fine the next week, mm-hmm. I think. I actually don't know. I don't remember the injury report. So you have the Texans. I have the Browns. That's the first game. You could watch that on NBC. I don't know why they put Fubo on. Nobody's Fubo. Fubo. Go go subscribe. Fubo. Go get a Fubo account. Um, they need a use lot of help. promo code. Use promo Cornhuster Con. Um, I do want to note that I am an investor, so everything I say, uh, do your own research. <laughs> so. I love that. That's a nice little disclaimer. I'm a big fan of that. All right, moving on. We have a Peacock game. The Six seed Dolphins are heading into Kansas City to play the Chiefs mm-hmm. at 8 p.m. Eastern on Saturday. It's going to be fucking cold. I saw yeah, reports. Uh, yeah, it's zero degrees, wind chill, negative nine. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the Dolphins can play in the cold one. I don't think the Dolphins can play on the road two. But I think they might win this game. So uh, the only thing I'm going to say about this game is I wish people would boycott the fuck out of it. Um, get rid of Peacock. But there's no there's gonna be no commercials like the last game, last Peacock game they did. There are no commercial commercials. 
no yeah commercial free well they did a commercial free quarter i think brandon help mm-hmm. me out here they did commercial free something on peacock last last time they're on peacock i don't think brandon knows what the hell you're talking about he, if he doesn't then that's fine he's trying to i feel like he's trying to come back no he's just yeah trying to pull it up Oh shit! <laughs> oh fuck! All right, well, we just got demonetized. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. crazy. You can also watch that. You can watch this podcast on uh, that too. Street yeah. East. That's be the best way to do it. I wouldn't go to YouTube and watch it. Um. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we just. It's not worth even the commercial free. Who cares? Yeah, because then you just have to it's hear. Like it. I mean, just gonna keep playing. They still have to stop action, so you might as well just get something on in the background while you scroll on your phone until it comes back. Yeah, I mean they're going to do like studio cuts, kind of like they did the last time they um, they did the no play the no commercials thing. God, what game was it? it was the Bills somebody? It's just it was literally just a couple weeks ago. Whatever game I did not uh, watch. So yeah, <laughs> clearly. Um, yeah, the Chiefs and Dolphins did play in Germany. That was a very good game too. Chiefs obviously prevailed. The Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, traffic, Travis, <clears throat> Travis Kelsey. Do you think they figured it out? Do you think they'll figure out the wide receiver chemistry issues, the drops? Do you think they go on a run here? How do you feel about the Chiefs playoff prospects moving forward this year? Again, the only thing I'm going to say about this game is I hope everybody boycotts Peacock. That is my stance. This game okay. does not exist to me. Both well, I'm not teams asking about the well game. I'm asking about the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. They suck. They, they need a new quarterback. They need a new head coach. Um, they need a new tight end. They need new receivers. Um, although I think that they're unfairly blamed because um, it all falls back on the quarterback. So it's throwing an uncatchable ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys have been catching balls their whole lives. So I all of a sudden can't catch. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, that guy's exactly. throwing shitty balls and blame it on everybody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm here for it. I 100% agree with you. Uh, the fact that it's going to be six degrees, I feel like the Chiefs got their weather machine working again. Uh, you know, make it as cold as possible in Kansas City. That's what they do. That's what they like to do. They sit that machine and change the weather, change the atmosphere. It's really annoying, and uh, they're going to get away with it again. Um, now, don't you know that Canada just opened up its weather border to unleash hell on the Midwest yeah. and the, the East Coast? Yeah, they've just been keeping all the cold air to themselves, and now they're just about to give it to us in fucking force. That's kind of rude, to be it. honest. They said, hey, Joe, you better pay up, buddy. <laughs> and he said, I can't. I sent all my money to wherever they're sending our money to. All right, then, bitch, here's the cold weather. <laughs> and now here we are. That's the stuff Canada's, you don't hear about behind the scenes in the White House. Yeah, nobody's really talking about it. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's some Illuminati fucking Lizard Illuminati. Shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, I mean, this game doesn't exist to you, so your pick is officially void. Um, mm-hmm. I give me the Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs. I know I said I want the Dolphins to win, but give me the Chiefs because I'm not an idiot and I know they're going to win. Brandon, who do you want to win this game? Or what's your pick? I'll go Chiefs. I It's just for an emotional hedge, at least you know when Patrick Mahomes finds a way to cheat his way into the second round. I'd be like, well, at least I was right. I called it, so yeah, give me the Chiefs. Well, he's gonna point, and then the ref is gonna be like, "Oh yeah, you're right," and then throw a flag, and that's just throw how a flag. Figure it goes. out later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did Pat? Wait, Pat, what was the penalty? I forgot, I would. I didn't see it. You you pointed your hand though. That's what they're gonna say. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be insane. Okay, moving on to Sunday. 
first game of the day on CBS is going to be Steelers at Bills. Bills win the division, uh, playing one of the most ridiculous football games I've ever seen, that Bills-Dolphins game. And that was like just a summary of their entire season because you had that first half, especially those first couple drives where Josh Allen just throwing interceptions. That kind of reminds you of the very first couple games, you know, against the Jets and everything where he's just turning the ball over. And then all of a sudden their defense and special teams starts carrying that team. You know, they end up with a couple touchdowns, get a or get end up with a special teams touchdown, get a bunch of stops. And then all of a sudden that offense turns it on, comes alive and, you know, seals the deal. That was basically just a summary of their entire season. And I think they have momentum going forward into the playoffs. Well, they get um, like a scrimmage in the first round, so that's good for the Bills. Um, if TJ Watt is isn't playing, then yes. If he's not. not playing, then yes. He's not. He's already confirmed. Okay, yeah. This game's mouth. No, yeah, you're right. But another bye week. That's cool. That the yep. second seed gets a bye week. Yeah, it's nice. I didn't think it was going to happen anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, so we're in agreement. We love the Bills here then, because right. I mean, my, Mason Rudolph. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I just don't like looking at him. I'm just not a fan of yep. looking at him. Amen. And seeing him as a quarterback and a signal caller, especially on you know being the only game being played right there. Uh, no, thank you. Yep, agree. Josh Allen's going to throw two interceptions, but he's also going to score like four touchdowns, and that's how the game's going to go. He's going to hurdle somebody. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bet yeah. Place? I hope so. The probably bet. not. I hope, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> what like I mean, what constitutes he has to hurdle somebody, right? What if he just Correct. like there's somebody laying on the ground, he just jumps over him? Is that a hurdle? No. Okay, so they got to be like standing on their feet. Ish. I mean, they got to have at least got to be on their got to have at least one foot on the ground flat. Okay. All right, I'm here for it. Here for it for sure. Uh, next game we have on Sunday is going to be the Packers at Cowboys, um, 4:30 Eastern on Fox. The Mike McCarthy game. Packers coming into Dallas. Dallas looks really, really good. I heard the stat today. God, I'm just getting a lot of I, – I, you could tell I was just listening to part of my take. But also I heard it from part of my take, and they were talking to Brian Baldinger. Micah Parsons hasn't had a holding call called on him in 11 weeks. Like called like, – so, like he hasn't had an, he had an offensive lineman blocking him has not been called for a holding call while they were blocking Micah, Micah Parsons for 11 straight weeks. You don't have to hold him if you're taking two guys to block him. Yeah, I mean, he's still getting the quarterback, though. And I have to believe he's being held. Like, he's a fucking monster. It's just they're not looking for it. Like, he's either just, uh, you know, he's... They're like, he's so good, we have to give we have to give the advantage to the offense somehow. Like, there's no... Like, other than that, he's just going to be in the backfield every single time. That's the only thing I can think of. I don't think he's being held. I think he's being a baby. Oh, he's being a big baby? Well, I guess oh, you yeah. can think that. I don't know if he's being a big baby, but I mean, I don't even know if he was saying it. He just said, go look at the tape. And I guess I didn't go look at the tape. I'm just taking his word for it. But <laughs> uh, I um, I do like the pack. The Packers are a really well coached football team. I think they did a really, really good job kind of pulling things together. They had a couple injuries, especially on defense, but they kind of, you know, laced it up, got into the playoffs somehow, some way. Bears couldn't get it done last week. They're the seventh seed this week. I think you got to be happy just to be in the playoffs here if you're the Packers, especially in what was supposed to be a rebuild year. And I think that's this is probably as far as they go. I think Dallas wins pretty handily. I can see it being a closer game than you're probably thinking it will be. I think it's but a Dallas is really game. good at home. So, yeah. 
send them on the road, then no thank you. But I think the, I, th- I do think they're very good at home. Um, it really depends on how Dak and CD are going to play because they, they see, it seems like they have been their entire offense and they haven't been able to establish a true running game yet. So I guess we'll we'll see how that goes. What's going on? What's happening over there? Real quick question: Which one of you wanted the, or which one do you pick the Texans versus which one do you pick the Browns? I picked the Browns. Okay, I didn't hear that, Tyler. I picked the Texans. Okay. Um. Yeah, so give me Cowboys. You got the Cowboys as well? Yeah. Okay. So we both have Cowboys there. Uh, next game, I believe the game of the weekend, Rams at Lions. Matthew Stafford coming into Detroit. 8 p.m. Eastern on NBC is the Sunday night game. This is going to be a really good game. I feel like there's a lot at stake here, and poor fucking Lions fans have to go through this. Matthew Stafford might come in and just shit down their throat. Like That might happen. I don't know. I, I think that he might just say, I got mine. You guys allowed me to get mine, so I'm going to let you guys get yours. Go on. I do love that. I do love that way of thinking, yeah. Yeah, because, like, I mean, I don't – I yeah, you guys got rid of me when I asked you to. We got a ring, and I got mine. Yeah, right. hey, here's yours. To you and yours. Right. From me. Yeah. Me and mine. And uh, that's why they fucked over the, the Lions against the Cowboys because the Cowboys would be the number three seed. And they wouldn't get Instead. a chance to play the – oh, so you think the scriptwriters are having a little fun with us? Yeah, because that's why he couldn't hear who was reporting because he was getting told, don't listen to whatever that fucking guy just said. <laughs> hey, is that behemoth walking towards you? Just don't yeah. fucking look at him. Yeah. Say it was the other guy who didn't say anything. And then they're like, um, oh, yeah, look, look, look. There's like three of them over there. Just pick another number other than that guy and we'll just say that he reported. Nobody else did. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you're wrong. I, I think there's some solid logic there. Because it is, it does great, make for great optics, makes for great storylines, and also Jared Goff revenge game. Jared Goff revenge game. He might go for five hundred or five. He might like do another Patrick Mahomes. You know that Jared, like Chiefs Rams duel a couple years ago with Jared Goff versus Patrick Mahomes. It might be another one of those situations where he just goes off for six touchdowns and five hundred yards. That would be awesome. I would love to see that. Realistically, he'll probably throw for 220 yards and throw a couple interceptions. But I think they'll still win the game. I think the Lions win. The Rams are really good, though. The Rams are a lot better than their seed suggests. And if it wasn't for the uh, having the 49ers in their division, I think that they would have – I mean, obviously, they would have been really, really good. But I, I kind of like the Rams. I don't know. There's something about them to me. Well, they have the two best wide receivers in the game right now. That's true. So that's something. They can block the pass pretty well. They can't run very well, but they have a strong defense, especially up front, obviously with Aaron Donald up there. Oh, it's going to come down to who makes the fewest mistakes. The very, the Lions love making mistakes. Fuck me. I just talked myself out of it. Yeah, give me the Rams. Give me the Rams. I don't want the Lions anymore. Give me the Rams. I'm going with the Lions. Love that. And then the last game this weekend, we have – the Eagles versus the Buccaneers. It's going to be the Monday Night Football game, A15 on ABC, ESPN. Eagles fucking stink. And the Buccaneers limped into the playoffs with a 9 nothing victory against the team that's getting the number one pick this year. Well, not getting the number one pick this year. Um, 
But the Buccaneers at home to a team they already lost to at home, the Eagles, the Eagles are struggling. It doesn't seem like they're going to figure it out. The Buccaneers can swarm you with their defense, especially pressure. What do you think? Because when you really look at it, it's like Jalen Hurts, they just the, – the Eagles are predictable on offense, and Jalen Hurts just doesn't handle pressure very well. And one thing that Todd Bowles can do is dial up pressure on the defense. You know, he's a very good defensive coach. So if they could just beat them defensively and have Baker Mayfield control the game for four quarters, then I don't see a reason why the Buccaneers can't win. I think that the Eagles are just a better team. Whatever that means, I find it hard to believe that they would lose to the Buccaneers in this situation. I know that they've been playing so bad. But I think, as you said, this is like a whole different animal. I think this is when they wake up and fucking realize, holy shit, we got to go. But, I mean, that should have been when they lost the, you know, that's when they should, that should have been when they were on the two-game losing streak, not the four-game losing streak. See, I don't, I see what you're saying, but I don't believe that that's the same life or death situation that you would be in in the playoffs. But I also don't believe that you can just turn it on. I don't, I don't believe that you could just wake up, as you put it. I think you can. I think it's all, I mean, it's all a part of the, it's, it's a process. Like you have to do, you have to go through, you have to do the same things over and over again. You know, you have to, you know, to, in order to get success, you have to keep working hard and harder, 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 harder. But at a certain time when things aren't going your way, you're going to start to doubt the process and things have not been going their way. So who do you think is going to win then? I think the Buccaneers win. I'm going with the Eagles. All right. Brandon, do you have a thought on this? Yeah, I'm curious. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, well, I guess I have to now. Um, I'll take the Eagles. That feels like the safe, easy. No, you know what? No, give me the Bucks. I love, let me some Baker Mayfield. So, Tyler, I got some hypotheticals then to answer for you so we can finish out this bracket. I'm cooking okay. up here. All right. Who wins? Ravens or Texans in Baltimore? Ravens. 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 Not talking to you yet, Brett. Go get oh, your shit. Yeah. Bills, Chiefs, Buffalo. Bills. Bills. 49ers, Eagles, California. Niners. Cowboys, Lions, and Dallas. Give me the Lions. Revenge game. All of their linemen are going to report as eligible. All of them. All game. Every play. Every <laughs> play. Uh, Ravens-Bills in Baltimore. Ravens. Let's go. 49ers-Lions in, in, in San Francisco. Niners. Niners-Ravens. Ravens. Brett. Ravens-Browns. Ravens. Bills Chiefs. Bills. Niners Rams. Niners. Cowboys Buccaneers. Cowboys. Ra- oh boy, yeah, one, two, one, two. Very original, Brett. Uh, Ravens Bills. <laughs> Ravens Bills. Give me the Bills. Niners Cowboys. Give me the Niners. Niners, 49ers. Niners, Bills. <laughs> Give me the Niners. Good deal. All right. Cute. 
Cute. Cute. Cute. Cute. How many points uh, combined will be in the Super Bowl? No, no, no. Combined How many points? total points like will be scored in the playoffs, all 13 games? Jesus. Oh, what's the question. number? What's the, what's like the number normally? I, <laughs> I I'm not no just going to throw out a number. I mean, what is the... What is the average That's, score of each game taken by the number the thirteen games? They have to have a baseline, right? Yeah. I guess not if it's for tiebreakers. Shit. Yeah, that's what it is. Hold on, let me see. It's like a last year's average number of total points scored in the playoffs. Okay, it's not really giving me anything that I want. I mean, how yeah, many a... points were scored in the playoffs last year? I don't think that you could just find that available, dude. It's got to be out there somewhere. This is bullshit. I mean, you could probably this is why I don't math. fucking bet anything. Total points for all teams in the 2022 NFL playoffs. Okay. Okay. Ugh, God. Hold on. I have to do math. This is great podcasting. Here, I'll read them off to you. 20, or excuse me, 17, 24. 17, 24. 3134. Okay, wait, what am I doing? Am I adding these? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I got it. Okay, you got it. Next game. 3031. 31 7, 38 35. So that's a total score of 60, 645 points. I'm going to divide that by 13. It's an average of 49 points per game. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, that's about where NFL totals are. I'm not going to lie. I When you first asked me that, I was like, oh, 320. I would have gone now. Higher. Now here, oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. I did I had no idea how to base that off of. <laughs> so give me. I feel like it's gonna be lower. So give me five hundred and forty-seven. Five hundred forty-seven. Give me six thirty. All right, we're in. Cause that's almost that's a hundred points. Dude. That's so many points that you just like off of the average. We'll see who's the uh, who's the better ball knower, brother. I mean, it's neither of us. I think that's been established. Well, 
I think I know ball. I'm pretty sure I know ball, but you know, if you're pretty sure, do you really know ball? I mean, I know you don't know ball, and I can prove it. Do I know ball? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, so before we Willa started, says, yeah. What the fuck does Willa uh, know? Hold on. What the fuck does Willa know? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Willa doesn't know. Nobody ball. watches ball like Willa. All right. Yeah, I bet she does watch ball. Right now, she's watching seven basketball games. Well, that's pretty dope. All right. Yeah. yeah she's How many basketball games are you watching? Cooking up a fourteen-teamer. Yeah. <laughs> Got her kibble money on the line. Yeah. Hey, first for anytime first bat or first basket from each team in the next five games go. Let's go. Um so we were talking about the Nebraska Purdue game. Uh and Brett went on a rampage on how Zach Eddy isn't good, he's just tall. Which he isn't good, he's just tall. Well, here's a chart that says he's very good ooh, for a very tall. Ooh, 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 I'm here for this shit. So on this blow uh, this up real quick. So it's every a player over seven foot three in the last twelve years, and it measures their offensive impact. So over here, being tall did not work out very well. Um, here's very good tall players who have had a lot of success at college, and then there's uh, Zachy three times in his own league. So yeah, he's very good and tall. All right, so the Brett. the only problem I have with this list, with this whatever you got going on here. Is I mean, I'm seeing it now 2019, 2020, 2022. I mean, Zach Eady is a modern basketball player. Zach, I believe Zach Eady knows how to play basketball. What I'm telling you is because it's very clear he knows how to play basketball. It's also very clear that he's 7'3 because he's on this list where it says he's 7'3, seven, 7'3. Three, seven three. So I believe against other 7'3 guys, I think he is the best 7'3 guy. He's not good at the he's not good at basketball. I think he knows how to play basketball. I think he knows how to play basketball really, really well. But mm-hmm. I don't think he's very good at the game of basketball that he knows how to play very well because he's 7'3". He gets away with a lot more, and he ends up putting up these stats to put him in a league of his own against other 7'3 players who historically aren't very good as we're looking at this list. I mean, you're putting in a lot of stipulations on that. You just can be No, I'm putting in – I'm just literally saying the same thing over and over again. I'm just mentioning the fact that he's 7'3 and also not very good at basketball, but he's better than other 7'3 mm-hmm. guys who aren't very good at basketball, which is what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Got it. Because you're telling me out of all the seven foot three guys, there's three guys in this little bracket who who categorize who are very good for tall players, and then Zach Eadie's by himself in a league of his own. Why the fuck is everybody such ass then? Because seven foot three guys normally aren't that good. Yeah, but Zach Eadie is, so that's why he's in a league of his own. He would give you buckets all fucking day, bro. Yeah, no, he's. So. Yeah, could, He's seven foot three. Um, how would it's that's not what I'm saying? His fucking lunch, dude. That's not what I'm. If he was good, then you wouldn't eat his lunch. He's a visual and basketball player. Yeah, I maybe I missed my calling. <laughs> We're about to see. Look, my opinion doesn't come out of a position of hate. I don't hate Zach Eady. I nothing Zach Eady. I don't think about Zach Eady at all. As someone who's betting money on this man and watched him play for a what would should have been a national championship run and saw him play in that game where they just got fucking beat down and he did nothing oh, in it. So that's what this is about. You I lost, lost a lot of money. Yes, I am. So it's not an objective. It's, it's, uh, I've gambled on him and he emotional. fucking stinks. Yeah. No, I'm saying objectively. Objectively, he mm-hmm. fucking stinks. Emotionally, I'm mad because I lost money on him. Brandon, remember, basketball is not played with five players. It's played with one. It's 1v5. Right. Remember that. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So you're telling me that the Purdue is just being let that Zach Eadie is being let down by the entire fucking University of Purdue. I mean, the dude scores like 40 points a fucking game. He's seven three. He should be scoring 40 points a game in fucking Midwest. Is that dude, too loud? You are ridiculous. Was that too loud? No, whatever. Okay. Dude. You grabbed your ear, so I just wasn't sure. I didn't want to be too loud. I want to be obnoxious. Um, oh, too late. <laughs> we crossed. We crossed that bridge. No, dude, I just can't. I, I don't fucking. I don't like watching Purdue play basketball. They're not good. They're going to be a number one seed again this year. Like fucking to. Every, like I don't understand why. And then they're going to lose in like the third round. It's going to. It's like it goes like clockwork. Time is a fucking flat circle. It's not right, a spiral Zach, with Purdue. Um, it's a fucking. Please circle. come on. Please come on the pod and just Zach, tell Brad how I've, I'm sure you're is. a great person. And honestly, I hope you make a lot of money being 7'3", but I don't think you're a very good basketball player. And I know that because I'm not a very good basketball player. And I see, I know one when I see one. What the fuck does that even have to do with anything? <laughs> I'm just telling Zach. He wants Zach to come on. Yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to have Zach on. He can talk to me about basketball. He can teach me about now. basketball. Got well, a yapper over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tough. Tough look for Brett. I don't think it's a tough look for me. I think tough. it's a tough look for you guys. No. It's a tough look for Brett. No, it's a tough look for you guys. You guys like you guys are. I don't know why you guys like Zach. Why are you? Why are you? Now you're doing tricks on it, on Zach Eady, bro. Like, what are you doing? Uh huh. Sure. Just pointing out that he's a very good basketball player. Did he not win Player of the Year last year, Brandon? Am I wrong? He did, in fact, win National Player of the Year. All the he won National Player of the Year. Three hundred uh, Division One basketball play- teams. Um, five starters on each team. That's what fifteen hundred players. <laughs> yeah. He finished first. Yeah, I wish. Uh, you... Yeah. Okay. So, all right. I wish Brett I'll, I'll concede. A, see a mirror right now. <laughs> I can actually. I'm looking at the all screen. the egg on your face. Um, I just know brothers wearing a size thirty six shoe right now. <laughs> squeaks every time he takes a step. Uh. He and all. Of yeah. To be honest, I did not know that. I did not know that he won um, player of the year. I will be card. honest. I will concede that point. Listen, if when Purdue gets bound, I'll concede. Right? Zach Eady's the best player in college basketball. Um, whenever he they get bounced That's in the third round said. to the fourteenth seed, um, they're going to he's going to you know, have to declare for the draft or a you know he has to play for Purdue for another ten years, whatever he's going to decide to do. Um, let call me when he gets to the pros and see what happens. I just, I'm just very curious as to how dominant I, he is as the best player in the country I, right now. He should you know he should go into the college, uh, NBA and dominate. Right? I told you. That he's a very good college basketball player. I don't oh, know okay. Right. I told you that. I already said that. Yeah, but I also would like that? to mention, like, what really good NBA. Not in the context of this argument. In the argument before, sure, but not in this one. What? Like, what? How many really good NBA players have won a national championship in college? That doesn't mean dick. Except Christian Brown. Brown. He's yeah, no, I know. Star. Like, I'm done. No, but we're, we're talking about Zach Eady's talent as a basketball player. I know they're not going to. Yeah, know and you say that he's not good because he keeps getting bounced in the tournament. No, Purdue keeps getting so bounced in the get... tournament. No, no, it's, it's separate. So Purdue gets bounced from these tournaments because they're just collectively not good. Zach Eady's supposed to be the best player in the country, and I don't think he's very good. That's why they keep getting bounced in these tournament games. Mm-hmm. Do I really sound that ridiculous right now? Huh? Yeah. yeah. LeBron James yeah, never LeBron won a national championship. Shit, so. Yeah, he fucking I mean, sucks. Kind of I mean, that's true. He but look at him. College. He's fucking yeah, he's I know he's I got thank him. you. Thanks for giving me thanks for letting me know. But he's 39 years old, still the best player in the fucking world. So let me know when Zach Eady gets there. And mm-hmm. we'll talk. I mean you were comparing but, him to LeBron I, James. I mean, he's I we were just going off what we know now, what we're seeing with our eyeballs. Right. And, correct. You know, correct. 
a ball knowers are indicating. And this is all to say that Nebraska put them in a blender last night. They're the best team in the country. Correct. So I just want to throw that out there. That's, the, that's the overall takeaway. Yeah, he's the best. And that's what's actually making me more mad that I have to talk about this is because you're just trying to put Nebraska on a fucking pedestal, which I know (laughs) neither one of you watches Nebraska basketball. There's no fucking shot that you watch Nebraska basketball, Brandon. I know Tyler doesn't. I know Brandon doesn't either. I was going to watch it, but guess what? Oh, guess where it was broadcast on? Where? Get him. Fucking Peacock. If you're a true fan, you would have made that, you would have found a way. You know what happens when the Broncos played on NFL Network? I got an NFL Plus thing. You know why? Because I'm a fan of that team. I didn't. I just stole somebody's YouTube TV. Damn. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. It's hard out here. It's hard out here for a come. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as victories last night, college basketball upsets, I think Iowa State, and this hurts me to say, I think Iowa State had a more impressive win. Not to say that Nebraska Over. did not have an impressive win. They beat the number two team in the country. I'm not saying Nebraska had – I'm not – hey – don't worry, guys. You can relax. I'm not talking shit about Nebraska. I think Iowa State had a more impressive win, beating undefeated Houston. By what? A half a point? By four fucking points. Oh, you know, times hold, that on, by four. hold on, Brandon. Hold on, Brandon. Hold on, Brandon. All right. I'll Do you know the down. score of the Purdue-Nebraska game? Yeah, I know they lost by uh, – Purdue lost by the 13, something like that, 15? Nope. 16? How much? And you think that that's – that the four-point win is better. I mean, at a certain point, the game gets out of hand. You don't really – there's really nothing you could do about it. But I think Iowa State being able to just kind of hunker down and just will themselves to that victory. They had a guy come up, shoot free throws, who was shooting 20% from the free throw line, and he just comes up, makes both. Yeah, he stepped on the line the second time. I actually don't even remember what they called after that. But I don't know. I, I think Iowa State's win is just a little more impressive. So we're, we're saying that – because Nebraska beat them by so much that they're a worse team. No, I'm saying that Purdue's not that fucking so good. Much. Purdue's not that good. Houston's good. Purdue's not good. That's what it boils hey, that's down a number to. One, that's a former number one team in the nation, baby. Yeah. No longer. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't watch college. I don't watch college basketball. Spoiler alert. I don't yeah, want to disappoint it, anybody. It shows. I don't Clearly. watch yeah, college basketball. We know. Everybody who's listening to the show this March. knows that you don't watch college basketball. No, they're going to agree with me. Finally, somebody's fucking willing to stand up on a pedestal and say, hey, you know what? Maybe Zach Eady isn't the best player in the fucking world. Maybe it's still Nikolai Jokic. Neither, neither of us have said anything like that. Oh, my God. Fine. Whatever. So what is he the best player in? Like, I don't understand. Best He's the player best player in, in the state of basketball. Indiana? Last oh, year, he was the best player in college basketball. That is a fact. Yeah, that's insane they gave him that, that award. No, that's insane they gave him that award. Is it? Well, I mean... He's the best just... player. So if he gets it, that just common association. He's the best How many player. other 7-3 guys is he going up against in the Big Ten? It just showed know, you a chart that said that. It does, no, it's, if, you show me historically. Yeah, there's not a lot, right? There's not a lot of people. He, yeah, not, not a lot of people who are on the Big Ten. He do. I don't but know, guys. Like I just six, think nine, seven foot guys. What I think this is, what I think this is, is you guys don't play enough 2K, and I know how you could just spam in 2K, oh. just being a tall guy. You just spam everything. Just, just go to the lane and just dunk and just be there. Just literally stand there and just put the ball in the hoop. That's what you could do on 2K. That's basically what Zach Eady does against all these fucking – Big Ten basketball players. That's Takes another advantage. one of your issues. You're fucking learning the game of basketball from 2K. You gotta learn somewhere. You guys clearly aren't teaching me shit. Yeah, we learned from, from the What game all- tape are you watching? 
Give me the all ten. Go, yeah. Give me the link for the all ten, please. I want the over. I want the above the above the rim uh, feed. Uh, I do like how. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll send it to you, but it shows me whenever somebody logs in, and it'll be like Brett Sprinkle zero logins. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna tape a fucking hundred dollar bill to the back of the playbook too, <laughs> fucking dickhead. I do like how Purdue's Twitter account um, was just kept talking about how well Nebraska was shooting. Like, oh, this is bullshit that we're losing. They're just shooting well. Like, yeah, they're playing the game of basketball really well. That's annoying. When they put it, when they shoot the bas- the ball, it goes in. How dare they? What a fluke! Yeah, they just would say Nebraska's X for X from the three point line, and then the score. That's it. How do you guys feel about Michigan winning the national title? I don't give a shit. Big Ten, baby. I'm gay. I'm just so you guys know, I'm giving Iowa a piece of that because I feel like if you're a Big Ten championship um, competitor, you deserve a piece of the national title if the Big Ten champion does, in fact, win the national title. I, I would like to put one caveat on there. I think you have to score one point to have that accurately. <laughs> See, I think that just being there and, you know, soaking in the atmosphere and just, you know, being all, mm-hmm. I mean, Iowa is really just vibes. Like if they don't get the ball, like after Ohio State is kind of a tough, you know, they have to get, you know, a fuck, you know, we're kind of banged up. Go face Iowa. That's kind of like a tune-up game. So we, honestly, we did, mm-hmm. if anything, we did Michigan a favor as good Big Ten representatives would. To, you know, hey, tell our boys, hey, go go win it for the Big Ten. And that's what we did. I don't know. You know ba- back in my day, like we there weren't participation trophies like they had to go out and earn. I don't right. want a participation trophy. I want the national championship. You want a, you want a share of a national title when your team's. I want a piece of confetti in the trophy case at Kinnick. That's just I just want a piece of confetti. Well, I mean, just you know, Nebraska did confetti score confetti seven Kinnick points anyways. on the national champion. So it's this many, as What's opposed that? to this many. It was seven, seven fingers as opposed to zero fingers. I'm holding up now. Oh. Uh, for the record, Brandon Fing- Brandon is in fact not holding up any fingers right now. This is how many points Nebraska scored, and this is how up. many points Iowa scored. Technically, he was just holding up ten fingers because his hands, both his hands, were in the air, um, and he has all ten fingers on both, or he has all five fingers on both hands. I mean, I think um, you're patronizing our audience, but I think they know how fingers work. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. You guys have been extra fucking annoying today, and it's pissing me off. Oh yeah, here we are. At you guys are your little fucking college football. Po- you guys in your little fucking college football podcast. You guys are making your inside jokes. Talking, mm-hmm. just, you guys are letting your heads get so big about Nebraska. Nobody's there to check you, and it's starting to show. It's starting to Dude, fucking show. The hubris at least coming out. Of we you guys didn't get shut out. Scored one. Yeah, we didn't get shut out at all this season. Let alone fucking two times, three times, and we still three won times. ten games and represented the Big Ten. And you guys had a chance to represent the Big Ten. Guess what? You guys shit down your fucking leg. Mm-hmm. We in fact did. You're right. But you guys would be hey, you guys would get back. The start of our story, big fella. We're yeah, I mean, we have a first around in mediocrity. Coach, a, There's just the so much hatred in your heart that I don't think you'll ever be good. That's the most hatred. I'm just supporting you guys podcast. as much as I can, but you guys are just fucking. You guys are just. I don't think you doing are. whatever you can to just uh, I, make me out to be a fool. You're doing whatever you can to make me out to be uncredible, and I don't like it. Not hard, nasty, ugly. That's what you guys are. Mm-hmm. Ugly, yeah. You're being nasty. That's what we say to my cat when she's being nasty. The one that fakes being pretty un- in death. Yeah, kind of. You know what happened the other day? I had uh, some friends over who obviously she never met before, and we have this TV stand with like a little crack in between. You know, the where the TV sits and where the you know the video game stuff sits. It's like a tiny crack, probably about that, like that. 
tall, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, she never tries to jump in there, but she's, she company was here. She was feeling herself, wiggling around. And all of a sudden, she just fucking dives head first in the TV stand, runs smack dab into a photograph, and then just falls down, shakes her head, and just you know scurries away. She's trying to show off her company, and it, pay, it didn't pay off for her. Didn't work out. Idiot. Brandon, just story. so you know, I'm convinced that that cat is not blind nor deaf. Well, she's not deaf, deaf, so not deaf. Confirmed Whatever. not deaf. Can hear. Definitely not blind, though. Pretty blind. I don't think she's 100% blind. I think she's really what, blind. Is she like Helen I'd say Keller like 80%. Just faking it? Yeah. Exactly. I don't think she's faking anything. She doesn't have any teeth, and she is bow-legged, and I think she's 90% blind. Mm. Pretty blind. Fake. No, I've seen her up on our cat tree, and she doesn't know how to get down because she gets so high up. So instead of like walking down like she normally would, uh, she just falls off. So <laughs> she's, she's playing the game. Yeah, she's playing the game. game. She's playing it well. She's playing it well. The kudos to her. Hats off. Well, you guys have been yeah, fucking pissing me off today. Is there anything else you want to yell at me for? Like, I don't know. What's pissing me off? Brett. Yeah. What's pi- Hey, what's Shock. pissing me off? Tyler and Brandon. Mm-hmm. Actually, what's really pissing me off is I don't know what hoodie Brandon's wearing. Um, and that's There's me really off. a wolf wear. Yeah, I don't know where the wolf is. It's in you. It's an owl. Oh, I hate that. Ooh, can we talk about the Jewish tunnels real fast no. in New York? Dude, what a fucking story this is, huh? What? Teenage Ninja Turtles? You can't, can't say, say that. that? I think no. you could say that. I read it online. I don't think so. That's... I read it online. Yeah, we, we, we're not able to say the N word on this show. Ninja? Yeah. Naysayer. I got Whoa. you. <laughs> no but uh it's funny actually i do know i have a friend who uh was grew up a, a excuse me a hasidic jew in new york as well uh not the same community but a similar community and he also knows the property manager for and the housing manager for like all of the hasidic jews in that community and essentially apparently what happened was they tried they wanted to expand their church and instead of just telling anybody, like literally, anybody, they said, all right, we're just going to start digging. And that's what they did. They just started digging. Now, I do have a couple questions is why do they just start with tunnels? Uh, do they have a blueprint or do they just start like you know, winging it? It didn't really make any sense. But essentially what it boils down to is they're all just psych- like they're all like psychotic and they are all smell really, really bad. So that's, that's what he that? said, quote unquote, quote unquote. That's mm-hmm. what he said. That's what my friend said who spoke to somebody close to the situation. Okay, and who's your source? Um, I mean, it's Matt. Min- don't Mendel- give that up. I mean, dude. I mean, journalism one hundred and one. You don't give up your source. I I, I don't even know his Hebrew name. Now you're Mendel- gonna get him outed. He's never gonna be invited yeah. back to the tunnels. So here we are. I mean, he- <laughs> I mean, dude. I think they just got addicted. I think they started digging. To build an expansion on the church, and what they did instead was they got addicted to the tunnel rat lifestyle, and many of us have fallen prey to that. Being a tunnel rat's kind of rad sometimes. Who? Who's been a tunnel rat that you've ever known? Ari's been a tunnel rat. She wants to go back. She wants to go back so bad. She looks outside. She's like, "Fuck, I miss those tunnels. Miss those tunnels." Mm. Being a tunnel rat's kind of cool because like nobody's really watching. You kind of just get to hang out underground, but you're doing the same thing people do, just underground. It's kind of cool. 
kind of. I neat. don't really think that you're doing the same thing that people above ground, not in tunnels, do. There's a reason yeah, you're having a lot more fun because nobody's watching you. Mm hmm. So I, I haven't seen the in my house. I mean, I'm going to be in town at the end of the month if you want to get the supplies. <laughs> Did you start digging? <laughs> hey, yeah, sorry, Zarina. I'm going to extend my trip a few months. Oh, <laughs> Tyler and I have some business to take care of. I just quit my job and just start digging. Dig. Just start digging. We'll go, we'll go in shifts. You go work your job. I'll just start Sophia. digging during the day, sleep during the night. You'll just work and then dig. Like you never. Sophia's sleep. like, we're hemorrhaging money. Where's all of it, all of it going? Don't worry about it. Somebody, help, somebody who's good with finances helped me. My family's dying. Yeah. Why did we just buy thirteen pickaxes? Uh, don't don't worry about it. Oh, the boys are getting involved too. Brandon, you coming up? Uh, trying to dig? No, you just you need some just in case. I think. Oh, someone break. Oh, so yeah, that's some, that's Minecraft thinking. I like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. I like that actually. That's a good point. Some hats with lights on them. Canaries. Uh, we need a lot of canaries. Oh, yeah, just in case. What are canaries for? Oxygen? Gas. Gas, yes. If the canary dies, then it's then not You got to get the hell out. Yeah. <sighs> we there used to go. do That's a lot your of fucked talk. up shit. Yeah. We do a lot of fucked up shit to animals and people, huh? It's crazy. Well, they did their job. They did do their job, whether you signed up for it or not. You did your job. <laughs> That's great. Well, guys, I don't really have anything else. I'm pretty much. I'm ex I'm exhausted. I'm. You guys. Have I'm about to go to the play ground. some college football for a little bit before I go. Into oh bed. yeah. Let me know how it goes. I'm curious. I will. Are you guys bummed out? We didn't get a announce. We, we we there was talk that we were going to get an announcement during the yeah, it's fucking championship. That's the only reason I kept watching the damn game. Yeah. Yeah. Really bummed Just out for the that. thought of like a commercial starting with EA Sports in the game would have given me goosebumps. Whole whole bar hours that would have erupted. It would have been so funny if they, they did they did it, but it was like the lacrosse game that they're planning. <laughs> did a lacrosse unveiling. That would be worse. You'd I, have love a the, lot I love lacrosse, people. but that yeah, that would be bad. Yeah. Brandon loves lacrosse, huh? Who's your like, favorite PLL team? Uh, Denver Outlaw. That's quick. That's a lot faster than I could have done it. I'm a ball knower, all shapes and sizes. One of the whip snakes. Whip snakes are good. I mean, I'm I. I guess I'm a water dogs fan. I don't know. I'm a homer. Yeah, of course dog. you I are. Like I mean. Yeah, I don't Ooh. have a. I have no thought for myself. I just go off whatever people tell me to do. That's right. Imagine that. <laughs> Who would have? All right, that's the show. Wrap it up. Wait, Tyler. Yeah, that's the show. I'm done. All right. Um, thank you, everybody, for too much for tuning in. Uh, this was another episode of Sundays with the Sprinkles. Um, as we always mention, we upload every Friday on Spotify, Apple Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Um, if you're listening, uh, we do appreciate it. Please go ahead and just uh, like the video. Let us know you're listening. Leave a comment. I don't care. Send me a somebody sent me a nice private message actually last week. It was Zach Zyla. He said that uh, you know he's been listening to the podcast. He loves what we're doing. Uh, like so we're having fun um, he said that I was the best part of it but I think you know that, that was mm -hmm. obvious that's obvious um, but well, uh, like yes yeah, so appreciate that if he's watching yeah. yeah watch it just appreciate thank it. you appreciate that Zach yeah. appreciate you buddy um, what else oh yeah uh, Cornhusker Connection is the page please go and watch other Cornhusker Connection content Brandon what other shows do you have 
Well, we have Corners for Connection, we'll be talking about their 16-point win over the number one team in the country, of course. Uh, we yeah, have Go Big 12 or Go Home. Uh, you know, big 12, television. The new Big 12 went 6-3 and three in, uh, in the college football playoff. That's that's pretty cool. We're not in the playoff, the bowl, bowl game, bowl season. So they're the, the best conference. You're in predicting. The, you're predicting what's going to happen next year. They're going to go nine and six and three in next year's college football playoff. They could. They very well could. Just get nine teams into the yeah, Colorado and Kansas State in the national championship. You mark my words. Yeah, well, that's, that's good stuff. Also, would, Will Howard to Ohio State. Who would have thought? Yeah, I guess some people thought, thought, but it sounds kind of boring Not to me. me. I have a Kansas State bias, though. I don't like them. Well, Howard's mm. a fun one. Anyway, yeah. Um, well, like I said, thanks for listening, guys. For on behalf of Tyler, on behalf of Brandon, we appreciate it. My name is Brett. We will see you next week. Happy Wild Card Weekend! Thank you so much. Goodbye. <laughs>